Mama never loved her much And Daddy never keeps in touch And so why she shies away from human affection Somewhere in a private place She packs her bags for rather space And now she's waiting for the right kind of pilot to come Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz's Money Mail, and this is week number 195. Bloody hell, 200 is coming about very quickly. The double ton, how good. Might have to do something special for that. It'll sneak up on us. I hope that wherever you're tuning in from, you've been keeping well. I think I say that every time, but I genuinely do hope that you're keeping well because I know it's tricky out there. But at the same time, the world keeps moving and things just keep going. And the sun, the moon, the planets getting deep here. Don't give two fucks about you or I. They just keep doing their thing. It's a good thing to remember sometimes to remember, well, okay, I should probably just keep going as well. So please make sure you look after yourself. Reach out for help if you need help, whether that's from a psychiatrist, a counsellor, someone to help you with your budgeting, a personal trainer, whatever your issue is get it, sort it, and keep moving forward, especially if it's holding you back and not allowing you to get to where you really need to be. And if it's hindering you and causing you stress, sold it out. There are plenty of people to help out there in the financial space, and they are at banks, they are uh, financial mentors, as we've had on the podcast. So please do not bury your head in the sand in a time like this. Now, I've just come from recording a couple of podcasts with Mikey, and those are, I think, going to be absolute rippers. We're talking about debt-to-income ratios, and we're talking about the increase in hardship. So hence why I've just started with that, because Mikey's getting the most calls he's ever had and inquiries from people saying that they are struggling or about to struggle, and they need to know what they need to do. We've also got data to back that up from people applying for KiwiShip hard, KiwiShip, KiwiSaver hardship requests, gee whiz thought the brain was ahead of that, but maybe not. But that's uh, not great stuff to be to be thinking about, right? But we can't hide from the reality of the economy that we're in, so we dive into some of that stuff and just give you some warnings about what you could be doing early or even not doing if you don't really need to do, but we think it's a good idea because we want to copy what other people are doing. Now, I've also got some massive news to share with you about Keep the Change, and I can't do that right yet, but you'll see it soon. It's nearly in the pipe. It's, it's just about there, and I'm just about able to talk about it, but I can't quite yet. But I'm sure that in the coming weeks, you'll get to see that. I have been flat stick. I have been fortunate enough to get out of the country for a few days and get over to the Gold Coast, the sunny Gold Coast. $8 for a Corona. Shit, that was refreshing. Not the beer, the fucking price of it. My word, how good's that? Don't see that often. It was um, quite bad though because I got some pancakes at one place and I saw the Coronas were 8 bucks. I was like, well, I'll probably have a Corona as well for pancakes. Nutella, pancakes and Corona, probably not overly a good duo. But anyway, one duo that is good. That's you and I. So let's get started on this week's Money Mail And it is, why can't you see your value? You've heard me tell you this before, but you can't hear it enough times. Money exchanges hands when value exceeds price. Now, unfortunately, 
Most Kiwis don't realise how valuable they are. Hands up if you are guilty of that. It can be so easy to take ourselves for granted of what we are actually capable of doing. And in this humble New Zealand lifestyle that we like to lead and think that we have to conform to, that can mean that we don't see the value that we can bring. So this is designed to get you thinking about that. And I do wonder, is it because school points us in the direction of a job? You know, we basically get told, go to school, get a good job, and you'll get some money and all that sort of shit. But job equals swap time for money. Therefore, you miss the methodology of provide value equals money. I didn't learn about this until well into the later years of my life. And once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. Because in the job equals swap time for money, without knowing it, you become the value in the form of a labor unit. So that's what's happening there. It's still the same, provide value equals money, but you are the value and you providing the labor unit so the hour of time equals the money. And hey, that's completely cool if that's your thing. So I'm not here to say that everybody should be out there trying to figure out you know, how to start a business or do all of that stuff and add as much value and whatnot. Like Those things work if that's what you want to achieve, but I know it's not for everyone. So yes, I talk with a lot of conviction all the time, but I genuinely just hope that people do what they want to do, what's best for them, and live and lead the life that they want to have, not do exactly what I think you know, is a good idea to do. Because I know that deep down, not everybody can do that. And we see that because you know, people will go and try and start a business and they just don't have it in them. So I definitely am not a person that's like, hey, go and do, start a business. Like you have to start a business. It's, it's definitely not what I'm saying. And likewise with when I talk about property and stuff, if you want to buy property, like go fill your boots. But I am not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do with major things like that in their life. So instead, look at the lessons that are underlying some of these things and, and hear what you know, I might be trying to say that you can take into an area uh, of your life because that is the more important piece. So back to it, without knowing, we become the labor unit and that's the form of value, right? But perhaps you could learn the value methodology instead. And you may want to do this for a later time in your life, some extra cash for your children, extra loan repayments, because it is there if you want it. So like I say, it might not be about trying to start a business and provide heaps of value and then turn that into money. It might just be, okay, I haven't learned this. What's it all about? How could I apply it to different areas of my life in a season that you might be in? And that could be later on in your life when you're not employed, for instance, or it could be to get some extra cash, or it could be that you learn it to then teach your children. Uh, Because this is a formula that is very, very powerful if you use and use it and learn how to harness it. So let's have a little look at how a KTC listener was able to use this very simple principle This is what they said. So they sent this in. They said, after listening to the KTC podcast and going to the Philippines, I decided it was time to hustle and get my slice of that pie. So on Saturday, I spent the morning designing and printing off 400 flyers with different services I can offer. And in the afternoon, went out and knocked on doors in four, three hours around my neighborhood, handing out about 100 of them. So they handed out 25% of the flyers, but they had to knock on the doors. You know, I, I can hear a lot of you like, oh, fuck, I'm not doing that. That's way too scary. What's wrong with you, man? 
Fucking hell, once upon a time you were trick-or-treating. You could probably take your kids trick-or-treating. You expect them to knock on the door. Oh, shit, that's different, mate. Why is it different? Come on, pussy. Go knock on the fucking next-door neighbor's door. Just, you're a human. They are too. Let's roll. This is what this person did. So now, on the Monday of them writing to me, so that was on the Saturday, they already have 200 bucks in work washing and cleaning three vehicles. They have a fence painting job lined up for $300 and multiple other smaller jobs. It just shows that if you're willing to stop scrolling on Facebook and get out of your comfort zone, there's plenty of money still out there to be made. Being in the Philippines showed me just how lucky we are in New Zealand and how much money is out there if you're willing to work for it. Now again, people are like, oh, you know, bloody hell, I've worked so hard already. These are not my words. These are just what they have learned through going through this process. And the first thing that I heard from someone was like, yeah, fuck, they're probably not paying tax on it. How do you know? How do you know that they're not putting it through Henry? So who cares? What, what's that even got to do with it? This is about what you could learn from them. Then the next thing I heard was, oh, they probably don't have a job, so anyone could do that if they didn't have a job. And the final piece that I left out on what I put on Instagram but put into the email is them saying, this is on top of a full-time, well-paid job. Now, go back to the top of this. They say that after listening to the KTC podcast and going to the Philippines, I decided it was time to hustle and get myself a slice of that pie. They decided that they wanted to get some of this cash that is out there. Now, this does not surprise me at all because I know that this stuff works and I've done lessons on it in 2021 before anyone cared about inflation because I could see what was coming. Now, interestingly, since releasing some of the In Case You Weren't Listening type podcast, I've gone back and listened to a couple of them myself. And I think I sound different in those early years when there were less people listening because I was probably predicting what would be happening for the coming years. And now I think I'm speaking with a bit more conviction and a bit more in your face because it's basically like, well, I've been trying to tell you this for two to three years now with some of these things. So I definitely noticed that uh, when I went back and listened to some of those. So the word that my partner said to me, she's like, oh, you kind of sound a bit aggressive these days in these podcasts compared to those years. So apologies if that is the vibe that you're picking up from it. It's probably more just, I know the shit works and I really want to help you. Please like, go and try some of this stuff. It, it, can, it can change your life and it can lead to you then teaching somebody else. And that's how we build the snowball and that's how lives really change, right? Now, if you need some of those lessons about going and turning you, yourself, and the things that you can do into value and therefore money, can you please go and check the More Money webinar? So on the podcast, you can search for More Money webinar and it will come up to search for more and it will give you every title where Keep the Change has had a more in the title. And you're looking for the More Money webinar and then Money Mail 120. So if you just type in 120 in the search function of the top of the podcast, you will then find Money Mail 120 and I step you through how to basically take what it is that you can do to help other people and turn that into money. Because I knew back in 2021, before everyone was sort of on the inflation bandwagon and whatnot, I'm like, oh man, this is not good. I was crying about it in August 20, um, saying, shit, money's going to become worth less. But I didn't have any followers back then, so it didn't really matter, right? But I knew that people were going to need more income. And I knew that people would overcomplicate it, because I did. That's exactly what I did. I thought it was really hard to make money. Now, the governments, etc., can just print it. We can't do that. So we've got to then figure out, well, how do I get some of that? So I had to go and learn those things, and then hence I can then pass on some of those lessons. So 
some people will also believe that they shouldn't even have to do that. They shouldn't even have to go out and get it. And that's completely fine. But remember, inflation doesn't discriminate and it doesn't care whether you choose to combat it or not or whether you believe you should or shouldn't have to. Inflation is still going to rip through your purchasing power and it's done its thing and it's ripped yours and mine in terms of purchasing power. But this listener's message also took me back to one of the lessons I had during my own time in the Philippines. And that was that consistency works. Because I come across a theory a number of years ago that you don't always need to be better than your competitors to win. You just need to show up more. And my word, the people in the Philippines show up. Now, just to expand on that theory, a lot of us get stuck and we're like, oh, shit, I saw my neighbor cleaning cars for the other people in the cul-de-sac. They do a really good job at that. You know, I I couldn't do that then, but that's the thing that you want to do. So instead of thinking that you need to be better than them, that's one strategy. But another strategy is just show up heaps of time. Knock on the door. Hey, do you need your car clean? No, I do not. You see that it's dirty. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, see your car's a bit dirty. Would you like me to clean it? Oh, maybe come back tomorrow. Go back the next day. Hey, it's tomorrow now. Do you want me to clean your car? Go on, clean my bloody car for me. So consistency of showing up and having that tenacity can also lead to people transacting with you. Now, when you're in the Philippines trying to have a break and relax, you are getting bombarded and continually asked, Sir, like to go on a jet ski ride. Sir, like to go sailing. Sir, selfies on a kayak. I can take them for you. Sir, this kayak's got a glass bottom. Are you sure you don't want to take a photo? Beautiful scenery. Sir, fresh mango. Sir, I can get the coconut out of that tree. The list goes on. And these people are relentless. And you give them a no. And they give you something else. What about this? And then you see them the next day. And it goes on and on. And I think a Kiwi would be like, fuck, man, it doesn't work. Bugger this. But eventually, people transact with them. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it, right? So they're not scared of the no's. They actually stick to the consistency and they know that it will reward them. Now, it was the seven-year-old boys selling bracelets that I ended up giving into that already had two cracks at me because I do not need some bracelets, do I? Like, honestly. But by the third crack, I was handing over 100 pesos, which is about three bucks. The next day, I saw these little buggers selling these bracelets for 50 So they saw me coming and they got the cash out of me, didn't they? Now, further to that, I'm pretty sure that these bracelets are brought from a store in bulk and then they go and sell them individually by making a margin in the middle, by going to the market, i.e. me on the beach and just consistently showing up, asking if I'd like to purchase them and like not really taking no for an answer, instead of letting the market me wander past the store and I'll probably look at the bracelets and go, look, I don't really want them. But for me, The reason I gave them the cash is because I was loving their consistency. But the same thing was when someone was like, do you want a coconut? And I'm like, well, nah, because I've just had six beers uh, in there, so I probably don't want a coconut out of the tree. But the next day, I did want a coconut out of the tree. And I'm like, man, I'm really intrigued to see how this goes. And so I paid cash. And these guys climbed this tree, got me a fresh coconut, and it was fucking epic. And I drank it, and then I smacked the top of it. Uh, that they'd cut out for me back into it and then used it as a buoyancy ball out in the sea. So I really got my value out of that coconut, didn't I? But it just shows you that because they keep showing up, they can then transact with people. Same with these boys. They basically twisted my arm into, because I love like entrepreneurship and people having a crack, I'm like, okay, fuck it, I'll buy some of these bracelets on your Rumble lads. And they're back like the next day trying to sell uh, my business partner and then Jade as well, these bracelets. And they're like, seriously, boys, this is unrelenting. But 
it just shows you, right, showing up can work. So then that's when the transactions happen. And that's where someone said to me, oh, but you know, like, how do you know what to charge? You're already overthinking it, right? You need to do it and imagine how many things I've done underpriced. You only really learn that through getting feedback from the market saying, yeah, okay, I'll do it for that. And then realizing that you're over delivering and you're providing more. So you're, you've got the value over on your side. And then you can slowly start to improve your offering plus charge more in the market. If it's saying yes, well, then you know that money exchanges hands because value exceeds price. Therefore, you are pricing it right. Now, you need to continue to test that, but that's part of it. So don't get stuck at the testing bit. Literally go and make some offers and transact to learn the game and then go from there. And this is exactly you know, what happened for me when I say yes to getting one of these coconuts out of the tree. I, I don't really know what it costs. So I'm just like, well, whatever you say it costs, I'll pay it. Now people were like, oh, what an idiot, you probably overpaid. But it was still valuable for me because I got my great coconut and then I used it in the water as well as a flotancy buoyancy, floating device. Anyway, these lads, they got my cash. So yes, our KTC listener can wash and clean vehicles and paint fences. Yes, you can provide value for money too. So think about what skills do you have that you don't even realize you have, skills that are valuable and can be turned into money. Then you need to tell other people. The listener above made pamphlets and took them to people. How are you going to tell more people? Chances are you have hundreds of potential eyeballs via your social media channels. Now, once someone says they want their problem solved, transact with them because money exchanges hands when value exceeds price. Kids can do it. KTC listeners are doing it. You can do it too. You are one of over 9,600 recipients. I see that LinkedIn's now got 5,300 subscribers to the newsletter on there, which is pretty cool. Uh, There were 78,500 downloads in January 2023. Did you know businesses who use petrol off-road for equipment, motorbikes, mowers, etc. can often claim the excise duty back. The current excise rate is 76 cents per litre plus GST. Now, basically, because they're not using that fuel on road, they don't really need to be paying that because that's not what that tax is going to be used for because you're consuming uh, the petrol off of the road, so therefore you can claim it back. Now, just to give you a little bit more insight as to a couple of the things that I just said because you're going to glaze over them, but this is the really important part, is you need to figure out what it is that you can do and what your skills are that are valuable. Now, someone reached out to me and said, hey, can I edit some of your podcast episodes? And I know that they're really good at that. And so I said, yes, you can. Now that took them to come to me to say, hey, like, let's do it. And we had a call and now I built a process for them to do a couple of those things, right? So they have figured out what they're valuable at and then they are transacting with me by providing that value and they're turning it into money. But they need to tell other people that they could do it, right? So they had to tell me, hey, would you like me to do this for you? Now it's no different to the listener who basically came up with the services they could offer And then they went to the market by taking pamphlets around from house to house. So we overcomplicate this shit, but we really don't need to. So definitely think about that. So start by thinking about what it is that you're good at. But the other thing as well is that you want to then realize that you have big audiences already because you will have WhatsApp, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, etc., where you can put something on those social channels. Oh, I don't post anything. Well, fuck. Maybe stay poor then. I don't know. Why not? What are you scared of? It's 2024. People are posting shit thousands of 
hours of video every 30 seconds. Oh, no, I'm too scared to post on my social media. It's, it's so scary. that are all the friends that I've connected with and I'm scared to put something up there. Honestly, can you hear yourself? Like, Why would you be scared of that? Hi, guys. Does anyone know anyone that needs a hand with their home cleaning? Happy to help out. Link me up with them. Cheers. Susan. Cheers. Bob. Whatever, right? Keep it simple. Hey, does anyone need a hand with any math tutoring this semester or year? Happy to do it. Margaret the math whiz. Whatever. What it is that you can do, who you can help, and do you know anyone at the top so that they pass it on to those people too? And then you can start to talk turkey in the old DMs. Don't be scared of these platforms. These platforms were built for us to do this shit. And people are like, oh, I'm fucking scared to post on it, man. What the hell? It's what it's there for. But instead we're like, nah, just consume. I'll go on there every day and I'll read heaps of stuff. I'll read stuff that the people who are brave enough to use the platform for what it was designed to do, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that. Oh, but don't make me produce on there. Don't make me push anything out. Nah, fuck, that's for dickheads. Oh, that's for people that love themselves, etc., etc. All of the bullshit that you've built up in your head from somewhere, because you had to get that from somewhere, because you didn't have these platforms at some stage. So where did you learn that toxic nonsense that you put around in your head that encourages you not to use the platform for what it was actually designed to do and instead be used by the platform, but then think that people who use the platform are the dickheads or the ones that love themselves, etc. Yeah, you've probably just been stitched up there and you can't see. Hopefully that little rant and pep talk has given a couple of you enough encouragement to think, you know what, fuck it, I am going to post something on these social media platforms so that I can use them to better my life instead of just consuming on these things all the time. Now back to my boy who had the 400 flyers, here's an update on what I've earned in the last 17 days from the 20th of January outside of my full-time job. Car washing, $250. Gardening, $190. Window cleaning, $75. Fence painting, $1,890. $2,405 in 17 days. How good is that? $365. Divided by 17 equals 21 lots of that times by 2,400. 51k worth of extra cash should they keep that up. But at the start, remember too that they'll be getting no's and they will be finding their rhythm. They'll be finding their pricing. Now, people are then going to go, oh, well, you did the bloody lawns. Do you want to do the gardens? Do you want to do the sort the hedges? What else can you do? Do you want to clean my car? Do you want to clean my oven? And the snowball starts to roll. So then you don't need to start going from like house to house. You start doing more at that one place. And that's how a lot of small businesses and sole traders and stuff get going because you create offers, people say yes to them, they transact, and then it turns into people asking for more stuff as well. Now, this person said, there is so much opportunity out there, but it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. Oh, that's a line. Show this to all the people waiting for the government to change their life. (sighs) Well, we know from the two ticks you webinar that they're probably not going to put 2,400 bucks into our back pocket in 17 days, are they? But this person is showing or showing how it is possible. So please do not discount how valuable you are, how powerful you are, the things that you can do, how much help you can provide other people because those are the ways that you can turn those sorts of things into a little bit of cash. It's been a little bit of a fired up episode, but I believe in you. I want you to 
beat some of that thinking that it's not possible for you and that it can't happen for you because Kiwis, we are so valuable. So why can't you and I see our value? What do we have to do to ensure that we can see it as we get a little bit older? Figure it out, get after it, and then teach other people. <laughs>